Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Well, let's bring in Maureen Wilson, Counselor, Ward 1, City of Hamilton, and with us now. Counselor, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. Yes, thank you. I am. So, Maureen, what's different with this year than last year? What does this What does this give you? Well, as you uh, described it, this is a, a nuisance party bylaw. A number of municipalities have one like it. Uh, London, uh, St. Catharines, Guelph, uh, Waterloo. It is for large, unsanctioned events. So the one you referenced was at Fake Homecoming in October of 20, 2021, in which there were 5,000 young people who... Um, uh, took over a neighborhood in Ainsley Wood, which is in the west part of Hamilton. And as a consequence, uh, the residents of that neighborhood were not uh, able to move in or out. And what a nuisance party bylaw, it gives just another tool in the toolbox uh, for um, the Hamilton Police Service working in conjunction with the city's own bylaw enforcement um, to assess the situation uh, to lay fines, uh, to clear the area, and also to lay fines in such a way which we're seeking to be uh, a little bit recoverable so that it serves as a deterrent. So there's 11 criteria that are set out, um, including urination, defecation, uh, being on rooftops, destroying and vandalizing private property and public property. Um, if four, I think, of the 11 are, are met, uh, then the chief of police or his or her delegate, um, designate, I beg your pardon, can declare um, it in keeping with the bylaw, um, and it can be applied. So, um, part, sorry, go ahead. No, keep going, Maureen. Keep going. Yeah, the second part of it, the direction that was given today at committee, was to request that the mayor and the city manager begin engagement with McMaster University uh, so that they actually um, can pony up and help with uh, the residents of, of Hamilton in, in paying for this. Um, a public safety coordinating committee has been meeting since January uh, in preparation for St. Patrick's Day for a single day. The Hamilton uh, taxpayers were, have been on the hook for about a quarter of a million dollars for that. So um, we're hopeful that uh, the university will seek uh, and rise to its responsibility, as Queen's University did. They have put in uh, $300,000 per year for three years. Uh, Obviously, uh, the city looking for everybody to be more accountable for their actions here. Uh, that being said, I mean, anything, any of the things that you just described, Maureen, whether you're, you know, doing this, urinating here or, or destroying whatever, is there not enough before this bylaw to say, hey, you know, you can't do that and you're under arrest? Uh, again, what's different with the bylaw as opposed to, you know, anyone else doing any one of those other activities you just talked about? Well, the, the staff um, did a considerable sweep of best practices. There were some municipalities that did uh, amend their existing bylaws um, mm-hmm. to try and respond to these unsanctioned events. And there were some uh, that had a standalone bylaw. And after that review, uh, staff were of the opinion that the evidence pointed in having a standalone bylaw because it it enables them to put all of these uh, 11 activities um, clearly identified, clearly into one easy bylaw, 
and also will allow them to move forward in consultation with uh, the Ministry of Solicitor General, I think, in trying to increase the fines um, mm. to get some of the money back. So where's the university? So where is the university on this stuff? Are, like, are they, hey, not our problem, not our property, or are, are they interested in engaging in this in this discussion? Well, the university has been serving on that public safety uh, committee that has been meeting very regularly mm-hmm. since January, since post uh, last October's event. Um, so they're they're aware of uh, the impact that that had, uh, particularly in West Hamilton and Ainsleywood. Uh, I was there uh, on the day uh, of, and I returned uh, to the neighborhood the next day and tried to knock on as many doors as possible. I met with the senior leadership of McMaster and shared with them what I experienced and what was conveyed to me uh, from those residents and asked them to meet with the residents. So they subsequently held a public meeting. So they are aware of the impact that this had on a, on residents, uh, an elderly woman hiding under her bed the entire weekend um, because her her neighborhood was cordoned off and uh, she didn't know what was going on. She wasn't aware that the police were around the corner. Um, She was very fearful and she reached out to her daughter who lived outside of Hamilton who then subsequently contacted me and I went to visit the elderly woman uh, Mm. the next day. So it's not good stuff. I, uh, this could be good timing considering uh, things are so, uh, sort of back to normal or whatever the new normal is. It's been two and a half years that a lot of this stuff uh, has been sidelined. Are you expecting any more as a result of that? Well, this is this is not a silver bullet, and um, it's yeah. been one, one tool. It is, um, I've always said to students who move, into Ward 1 particularly, uh, as as long as they're living here, uh, they're a resident, and I am accountable to them for their health and safety. But with their rights as a resident also comes responsibilities. And so you don't treat Ward 1 as your litter box or your frat house. Um, you got to grow up and act like the adult and the privileged adult, which you, you are. Um, so there is a rise across particularly university towns. Um, Kingston, for example, has been a leader on this front, uh, Waterloo. And I don't understand this phenomenon. Um, so uh, I think all university towns are having to grapple with this. Maureen Wilson with us, Councillor Ward 1, City of Hamilton. City of Hamilton uh, looking to implement a nuisance party bylaw around the University of Westdale area as things uh, can get out of hand there and another uh, tool in the toolbox, as they say. Maureen, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Be well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.